Hi, this is Karen Kelly, and you're listening to An Appetite for Life. There's a great mix on this show with various topics, amazing guests, and the occasional celebrity guest. So today I'm joined by author Jacqueline Capito from Across the Pond. So welcome, Jacqueline. <laughs> Hello, hello. How are you? Oh, fabulous. It's really great to to be speaking with you today. So for our listeners, um, we are going to be talking about your fantastic book, which is called Twintastic. But first of all, can you tell us exactly where you're from and what you do? Yes, I'm from Shore Hills, New Jersey, and I'm an author. And I wrote a book, Twintastic, for tweens, fourth, fifth and sixth graders. But anyone really could read it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, fantastic. So you're a twin with Amy. So what's it like being a twin? What was it like growing up being a twin? Are you identical twins? Yes, we're oh, identical great twins. great fun. I bet you got into so much trouble. <laughs> yes, and so I'm six minutes older. I'm the older twin. And, you know, Amy was really like my built-in best friend since the day we were born. We always had our own language. My mother says, even when we were like little babies, we would have our own language. <laughs> and to this day, you know, we could look at each other and I just know what she's thinking a lot of times. And um, it's just great. It's just great having a twin. You know, we speak like three or four times a day, like little check-ins Aww. and we're very close. So is it true you hear all these different tales about twins and how they have a really close bond a really unique connection um I mean is it true can you feel it might be a silly question but can you feel each other's pain um and things like that or you know is that just a myth no no it's absolutely true it's it's very very true so I actually feel Amy's happiness and pain and the most recent story of my the most recent story when, which was very painful, um, Amy was diagnosed with breast cancer two and a half years ago. And so she had to go into surgery and, and Monday was her um, appointment. And so that Monday morning, I woke up with excruciating pain. Like I never felt my entire life on the, uh, on my left breast. And it was bizarre shooting down pain for like 10 minutes. And it it was really, really painful. So did you think then, Jacqueline, did you think that maybe you had issues with your breast? Oh, no, no, no. It was just like, all of a sudden I was like, wait, Amy's surgery. I'm like going through Amy's surgery with her. And so then later on that day, after the surgery was done, I said, Amy was on the, you know, was your left breast? And she's like, yes. I'm like, I felt... I felt the pain like during the surgery. It was so bizarre. And then the entire time she had radiation during that summer, um, the entire summer, I felt like a warm, tingly feeling over my chest. And then she called me up and she's like, it's done. I'm done. Today was my last day. Never had that pain again. Never felt that sensation again. That's really, really interesting, isn't it? How bizarre is that? So growing up, did you have any other similar kind of experiences? If um, any of you broke a limb or anything like that, or really, you know, had an injury where the other one felt it? Nothing like that. Although when she gave birth, um, I had this weird feeling 
and I and I called her up and I was just like are you okay like I know you're supposed to like give birth like in a couple of days and she's like no I'm in the hospital I just gave birth (laughs) oh my goodness I I just had this weird like we have like a lot of the same sick feelings you know sick sense yeah so that's a lot that happens a lot between us and so does Amy feel the same if you're going through a similar experience as well yes yeah wow wow so growing up then tell me about the mischief you got up to as twins I mean I are you completely identical yes we're quite we're completely identical and so growing up um in kindergarten um so this is kind of funny so in kindergarten we had to build the whole class built big ben the big clock big ben and it was made out of um cardboard so amy and i would go into big ben and then one of us would come out and then the student had to tell if which you know who we were amy or jackie and then if they got it right they could go home and then if they didn't get it right they would go to the back of the line and they oh, no. so oh, some of them still there now <laughs> quite funny we always did silly things like that and then in high school uh we switched classes once amy had uh an english test and so she had to study for it so i had a study hall and she had biology and she's like jackie i really need to study for this test and I'm like, okay, I have a study hall. You could go to my study hall and I'll go to your biology class. So I had two biology classes that day. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a really useful tool, isn't it? Being twins. <laughs> if one's more kind of educated on one subject, you could take each other's exams. That's marvelous, isn't it? <laughs> so we, we did a lot of things like that. So that, that was helpful and Amy passed her English test so excellent excellent (laughs) so growing up then could your parents tell you apart I mean is there somewhere something on your face or on your body somewhere that you kind of can tell the difference that you're obviously your mom would know Uh, well my parents could always tell us apart my my other sister Michelle could always tell us apart even on the phone because our voices do sound a lot a lot alike yeah They they, they could always tell us apart I think our friends, um, I guess, had their little ways how to tell us apart. But then once you got to know us, you know, our personalities were different somewhat. So they could, you know, they could turn, they could learn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I was always impressed when our friends could tell us over the phone because sometimes they would get confused. So like the ones that could tell us apart over the phone, I'm like, oh, she's my really good friend. Like she knows. Like, <laughs> yeah. she can tell. Couple. Yeah, right. She, she gets tell. she gets to be on the Christmas card list. <laughs> So did you go to the same colleges or universities? Were you together throughout your education? So we actually went to two different colleges. Um, We didn't know how that was going to really go about because we're like, should we go to the same college? Shouldn't we go? So, but it just kind of fell into place. We were looking at colleges together and she wanted a smaller school and I um, wanted a bigger school. So we just went, you know, so she went to her college and I went to mine and it just kind of fell into place and it was great because you know I was like I, I went out on my own I was single you know I didn't have you know being a twin you know it was easy to make friends because people would always come up to us yeah and say, of course hey, they're, twins. Yeah, they're intriguing and ask us questions so it was like always easy to make you know new friends and um and here I am like by myself so I'm like okay like 
I got to go up to people now. Like, what do I do? So I remember like turning to my younger sister when uh, my parents dropped us off, dropped me off and my younger sister was with us. And I was like, Michelle, like, what do I do? And she's just like, you know, just go up to somebody and say, hi, <laughs> it's not so hard. Yeah, it's not that hard. It's not that hard, but I was like, okay, okay. So, you know, it, it was a good experience. And then after college, we moved into New York city together and we, we, um, shared an apartment so that was fun again so you've been together pretty much throughout then so growing up um if you had sleepovers maybe at at separate friends houses or if if ever you were away and you were separated did you feel pain at all being separated from your twin uh no no it was no pain you know one summer I went to summer camp for one month and she stayed and she was there for two months I mean I definitely missed her but sometimes, you know, it was good to do our own thing as well. So, you know, we never held each other back or anything. No. Like when Amy like was like, if she was invited to a party or if she had a date or she got a better grade, our attitude or my attitude was always like, well, at least it's happening to her. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So did you play tricks on any boyfriends growing up and, you know, swap boyfriends? <laughs> what fun. <laughs> no tricks on boyfriends oh. but um yeah they uh they could usually tell us apart and if they couldn't then um you know they weren't our boyfriend no exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> next next okay well it's great talking to you Jacqueline so let's talk about your book Twintastic so tell me about the book what age group is it written for and when did you start writing it so the age group is, uh, it's tweens, so nine to 12 year olds. Yeah. And I started a while ago and it's a whole, um, it took a while and, you know, with the editing and going back to it again. Yeah. And um, so let me tell you, when I, can I tell you what it's about? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'd listen to the dying to hear what it's about. Okay. So it's about sixth grade identical twins, Alex and Jordan, and they couldn't be more different. Jordan likes fashion and art while Alex loves reading and science. And one day while cleaning the attic, the twins come across a dusty old diary and some some crystals that once belonged to their great grandma Rose and her twin sister Molly. And the next thing the twins know, the magical powers once possessed by Rose and Molly have been passed on to them. So suddenly using only their thoughts, Alex and Jordan can communicate with each other and move objects. So they decide to use their secret powers in order to help save Ace, their parents' struggling restaurant. Otherwise, their family could be out on the streets. So at the same time, they deal with the daily grind of middle school, first crushes, tennis lessons. And using their powers, they have a bake sale, win a science contest, and tutor their friends. But will this be enough to rescue the family's restaurant? Wow. So is there any truth in this tale or is it totally fiction? Oh, it's totally fiction. Yeah, it's totally fiction. So were your grandparents, were any of those twins? I, you know, I, my grandfather had twin brothers. Ah, okay. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. yeah. And then it skips a generation. And then, so maybe my children could have twins. Yeah. 
So, so with this book being um, based obviously in the attic and finding all these magical powers, where did you get that idea from? I mean, did you play in the attic? I'm thinking of um, stories <laughs> growing up, flowers in the attic and things oh, like that. Yes. Yeah, I remember okay, one of my you. first books growing up as a child. Obviously, it was for a different age group, but um, I can just picture the attic now and everything going on. So did you grow up with a big attic and did you play in the attic? We didn't really play in the attic, but my mother would store all this stuff in the attic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so we would just, you know, a lot of photos and albums were stuck, you know, were left in the al- um, in the attic. So, yeah, I guess that, that's how I got uh, my idea. Brilliant. So th- is this your first book, Jacqueline? Yes, it's my first book. I wrote um, a lot for the Twins magazine, and and then I wrote for Chicken Soup for the Soul, and then oh, okay. I decided- Yes, and then I decided um, to write a book because I, I, I enjoy writing. Of course, yeah. So when did you first put pen to paper? I started like two years ago because my older, uh, I'm sorry, my younger son was going off to college. So I had a lot of time and I thought that would be a good time to start my book. I have two boys and um, now they're both in college. Yeah. So I, yeah. I have a lot of time. And, and it's funny because sometimes they're like, they they wanted to be a twin because they would see my oh, sister. Oh, yeah. Like, All like, the so, fun you're having. Yeah. And they're like really close. But it, I remember my older one, he would always be like, it would be really fun to have a twin. And I'm like, I know it is really fun. Oh, yeah. So, I, bet, I bet it is. But they might go on to have twins. Yes. So maybe they could have twins. Yes. Definitely. So going back to obviously any research growing up, anything you can think about as a child, did you used to go to clubs and things um, like twin clubs? Because I remember in the UK, we've had programs on previously about twins and it's really interesting about how they learn, you know, whether they're identical or unidentical. I can't quite remember the outcome, but it was a really interesting program. Have you ever thought about taking part in anything like that or being to any kind of twin groups at all? No, we, we haven't been any in any twin group, but there was a couple of years ago, uh, Martha Stewart, when she had her, she had a television show, it was twin day. So we went on Martha Stewart and it was like, I don't know, 50 set of twins. Wow. And so that was really, really fun. And a lot of us dressed the same. They wanted us to dress the same. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. like really fun. And so I was talking to a whole bunch of twins, identical twins. And they were all very close, like Amy and I. And it was funny because the big question was, so how often do you guys talk during the day? And everyone basically said the same thing, like, oh, at least five times a day. Wow. (laughs) So you're never never short of anything to say to each other. Do you feel a pull that, oh, I need to speak to Amy, I need to speak to Amy. (laughs) It's funny, isn't it? It's lovely, though, really lovely. So are there any plans to write future books, whether it's a sequel to Twintastic or any other teen novels? Yes, yes, I, I definitely, I don't want to give anything away. So, but yes, there's definitely plans to write a sequel. Wonderful. So you mentioned earlier that you wrote for Twin Magazine. What sort of things did you write about? So some, I would write little stories about Amy and I. Again, like there was one time one story was written about Amy made the choir in uh, sixth grade. Everyone made the choir, I think, except for me. Oh, no. And, <laughs> I know. <laughs> different voice. Amy has a good voice and I don't. And pretty much everyone made the choir. 
And I was like, you know, I I really want to take part in this. Yeah, that's really cruel. You stood at the side like a naughty girl. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be in the choir. I know. So I was like, what's going on here? So the choir, so they went on. And then during intermission, um, Amy went to the bathroom and I took her place. Oh. And I sang. And at first, Amy was like, maybe you shouldn't sing. You know, maybe just mouth, you you know, just mouth along. Because, you know, what if they could hear you? You don't really have a good voice. I'm like, no, no, I'm going to sing. And so I sang and I was part of the choir. Oh, lovely. Could they tell the difference? Could they tell the difference? I don't think they could. (laughs) Definitely got away with it. So do you have any other tales to share growing up, what it was like being a twin? I'm you know, sure there's, there's many, many tales. It's hard to think about them, isn't it? <laughs> so we have, um, yeah, I mean, it's just all twin good stuff and having a built-in best friend. Yeah, that must have been wonderful growing up. Never alone. You've always got someone to to do things with, you know, whether you're playing out as a kid or going to youth clubs as you're growing up. You're, you're never really alone. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, it really was lovely. It was really great. And we would always entertain each other, you know, you know, if no one was around to play with, we always had each other. We would go on bike rides together, you know, we, we took ballet, we went to our ballet lessons together. And uh, so it, it was really great. Oh, lovely. So in New Jersey then, how's life in New Jersey at the moment with the pandemic and lockdown? Are you currently in a lockdown still or is it kind of lifting a little now? Yeah, things are definitely getting better. Yeah. Uh, I am, I actually got vaccinated. So oh, brilliant. I'm, yeah, very happy about that. Things are definitely getting better. People um, are getting vaccinated now. Uh, things are opening up. Uh, restaurants are opening up a little bit more to eat inside. So hopefully things will be turning around yeah how's it there how is it there well yesterday we had the very first it was the um very first kind of rule of lifting the lockdown so we could have we can have um, two households around in the garden or six people and that's like we're all thinking and yesterday was the first day we had some great weather which was just awesome because we've had some really cold weather during the winter um, and it all kind of fit into place. So people are kind of feeling a bit more positive. Um, and then we have kind of five weeks. This is how our uh, prime minister is doing it, Boris Johnson. There's kind of five weeks in between each date where he's going to make another announcement. And we know what's coming. There'll be another lift. And I think restaurants will be open outside. Um, and maybe the shops will open and hairdressers will open and things like that. So it's a gradual thing up until June for us oh, here. Oh, yeah. that's great. Did you, did you get vaccinated yet? Well, I have had the first one, but we are, for the UK, we are probably 30 million. So that's almost half of our population have been vaccinated. That's really good. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. that's really great. Oh, okay. well, how is it for you guys in America? I mean, I know New Jersey um, is really opening up. Everyone's really getting vaccinated now. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then I hopefully the the younger kids like 20 something will be getting vaccinated as well yeah my boys who are at college it just opened up in new orleans that my older son could get vaccinated there yeah brilliant Uh, yeah so hopefully yeah hopefully things get back to normal so uh, by by june here in the uk 
they're hoping that the social distancing and you know the wearing masks and things will kind of ease off so you can kind of get back to normality I'm not sure if that will be the case Um, but have you had kind of a gradual pointer if you like from your kind of local authorities yeah I mean we're still wearing masks I feel like we're going to be wearing masks for a while a long time yeah yeah I don't know how long uh how that that seems like it could stay a while yeah but you know all the salons are open now but there's still so much you know precaution with everything like there's still separations with um between um you know getting your nails done getting your hair done um in in like the mall the stores you have to wear a mask you have to go in one way out the other way even in the supermarket you know there's different lines and all that yeah. but I mean slowly but surely hopefully it'll be You'll turning be around so talking about your we're talking about your book Twintastic yeah. have you self-published this book have you or have you managed to get a traditional publisher I got a publisher uh Good Times Books and they're fantastic located, yes and they're located in India wow and yes yes so it, it's great working with um them and yeah, so it should be out by August. And you could follow me on Instagram. Um, I just put a video on Instagram. It's Jacqueline Twin. And it's a video about my sister and I should twins, identical twins, dress up the same. Oh. So it's a video on that. And honestly, Amy and I, my, my mother really never dressed us up the same. But you know what? A lot of tw- like a lot of parents think it's so cute, you know, to have their twins dressed. Yeah, up. I would have done pink yeah. bows and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Big pink bows, pink pink dresses. Look at my twins. I mean, it's cute for a while, like yeah, I said, but not when you're 18, 19. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's good for the holiday cards. And hey, like, listen, if your twins want to dress up the same, that's great. But like, I wouldn't really push it on them. I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> So I have my first video out on Instagram and on LinkedIn. And then my sister and I are going to start putting out more and more videos, just like with uh, questions that a lot of people might have raising twins. Yeah. 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 So things like that. So what's it like working with a publisher that's not kind of, I know we all do things online now, but they're kind of not on hand as such for you to meet in person. Do you have to do some of the marketing yourself, you know, in, in, the, in the USA or are they taking care of everything for you? Because I know things are completely different now, aren't they? Yes, they really are. Uh, I'm going to do a lot of self-promoting myself here. Yeah. And then they're going to be promoting the book in India on their side yeah. uh, with their um, promoter. But at least we have Amazon, so. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but do they still pay advancements in the same way that they used to many years ago? Not for my book, but. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if you're a celebrity, maybe. But, yeah. um, but they're, you know, they're, they're, they have a designer, they're doing a book cover, they put everything together, they organize everything. So they're doing all that now. And, um, and, then, um, and then it takes like, you know, a couple of months to get it printed and all that. Yeah. So when is the book released and where can our listeners purchase the book from? Okay, the book is going to be released in August and you could definitely get it on Amazon, um, published by Good Times Books. You could 
follow me on Instagram and on LinkedIn. Perfect. So for our listeners then, what's your handle on Instagram? Because I know you've mentioned your YouTube channel. Okay, on Instagram, it's Jacqueline Twin, J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E, Twin, T-W-I-N. Perfect, yep. And then on Instagram, it's Jacqueline Davidson Capito, K-O-P-I-T-O. Wonderful. Well, I'll put that on the links as well when I post the show out. So that's fantastic. Oh, it's been so lovely talking to you today. I could talk all day about twins. I think it's a fascinating subject. And I wish you all the best with your book, your tweens book, Twintastic. And I look forward to the release in August sometime. Thank you. Thank you. Lovely seeing you. Thank you. You've been listening to An Appetite for Life, sponsored by Daybank House Dental Practice, where happiness starts with a smile. If you are interested in any of my packages or wish to be a guest on this show, then you can contact me via my social media pages, Karen Kelly Podcasts, or send an email to Kelly at btinternet.com.